Welcome to the X&W Podcast. My name is Walter Hansen. My friends call me Wally. You can call me W. I sometimes call you other things like walnut or wall bombs only because he's a very impressive chest. And so a lot of people in college call them wall bombs. My name is Christian. Um, Christian Harrison. They call me X. That's why this is the X&W Podcast. Um, they used to call me x in college. That's how I got that. It's like Xmas. Uh, Christmas, Xmas, Christian, Xgen. I think you guys can figure it out. It's better. It's actually better than my high school uh, name, which was Peanut, because I was so small my freshman year that everyone called me Peanut. I like I like Xgen better. So call me X, call me Christian, call me whatever. We're ready to do this, Wally. I'm excited. This is going to be a good time. Why are Why are we here? So we've this started on that one fateful day on CCSU's campus, where I w- Christian was on a recruiting visit, and I was. So honored to take him around campus, and uh, our friendship started from there, and it's gone on to uh, lots of great things, where we'd take trips to FedEx Field, to down to Washington from Connecticut. Um, I'm a huge Patriots fan, but he's a huge, huge Washington fan, and and this is where this is our our vehicle for for what we're doing. You know, we're big sports fans. Christian's a big. X is a huge, huge Washington football fan. I'm a huge Boston sports fanatic, and we'll talk about other things, but I think that's going to be the focus. Yeah, I mean, you heard, heard him say it. We, we used to run on the uh, track team, cross-country team in college. That's how we met. I mean, I got to tell you, I mean, everyone should be I, – I just believe that everyone should be part of a sports team. I know that's impossible, but, I mean, you, you compete with someone, you, you work with them, you spend a lot of time with them, you make some good decisions, some bad decisions. Then maybe some more bad decisions. I think you'll learn as we go that that's more bad decisions. But hey, I mean, I, I even like in my in my line of work, I I look at hiring former athletes because I love the qualities they all have, and it's just such a great experience. And and me and Wally have, have been best friends, and and now I mean, I, I feel like our friendship's been a podcast. I mean, everything we do every day is like, oh, that could be a podcast. Like, so we're like, what the heck? Let's just. Uh, I mean, I mumble all day to my wife, to my dogs, my daughter. No one cares what I have to say, and you guys probably won't either. But we're gonna give you. We're gonna give it to you guys. I love to listen to what you have to say, and we've been on lots of runs together. Like I alluded to earlier, we've been a lot of trips together, and it, on those runs, we've we've inspired each other. And I think our focus is we want to bring some positive energy, some positive vibes. Uh, sports is again is what what we're gonna talk about, but we're gonna talk about other things. Like we're we're fathers, we're we're old friends, we're on we're we're not big fans of millennials, but we're. We're going to talk about a lot of different things, and we're going to have some fun with this, and I hope you're going to have some fun too. So let's, I mean, we should just get this thing started. You have the Washington football team. They're on the brink of making the playoffs. Christian, what are your thoughts? What do you think about Sunday? Man, I want to win, that's for sure. I mean, listen, they're 6-9. and nine. We're not lighting the NFL on fire right now, but, you know, it's a uh, – I mean, I want a trip to the dance. All I want in my life, Wally, is meaningful December football. Just meaningful December games. Like, I don't have – I'm not like you Patriots fans who are used to January, February games. Like, I want to I want to sit in front of the TV with my friends in late – I'll even take late November, early December. I mean, right now we're going to the beginning of January. I mean, this is like a dream come true for me just to have something to cheer for, for God's sakes. I mean, I, you know, I've been, a, I've been a, a Washington fan, Redskins fan, whatever you want to call them. I guess they're not called the Redskins anymore. The football team fans for uh, I mean, pro- since I was a kid, geez, since the '80s when we were playing the the Giants for championships, it seemed like every single game had high stakes. Now it's like 
you know, it's it's mostly I'm I'm mostly talking about draft picks at this point. So heck, I'm fired up. It's gonna be a big game on Sunday, and watching your going going to the games with you and and watching your passion for the Redskins or the Washington football team has been a a fun journey when you're running up and down the stands in set in section 424 getting the fans up on on third down and, and <laughs> your your emotion and your passion and, and and that's what it's about and I think you know being a Patriots fan I've been spoiled and I've told you this where for the last 20 years I'm not really I would say the last 10 years I'm not really focused on the regular season I'm used to in December okay the playoffs here's where we're at we're going to get home field advantage uh, we may have a first-round bye, but mo- most of the time we're going to have a first-round bye. And we're being a Pats fan, you're so spoiled. And well, welcome year- to the trenches, my friend. <laughs> well, you're, Wally is a civilian now, everyone. He's he's one of us. I've I'm that warm fuzziness of mediocrity is not where we want to be. You got to watch That's regular not what season we're games about. now. <laughs> That's we're awful. positive. Uh, the postseason will be interesting. I don't know how much I'll watch, but it'll be fun looking at the Washington football team in your eyes. And seeing your passion, and I hope they win on Sunday. Uh, I don't have second or third favorite teams. I don't think anybody should have. That could be another podcast for another day. But if I had to root for a team I'm with you on, on, that one, by on the way. Sunday, I, I I would root for the Washington football team. And you know, beating Philly is always always fun. We'll oh, see yeah. what happens. I mean, the Philly. I mean, geez, they like the worst thing that ever happened to the NFC East and all the fan bases was the Philadelphia Eagles winning a Super Bowl. Because, I mean, you talked to those guys before they won the Super Bowl. You, you think they have eight Lombardi trophies, the way they talked about their team. And then now they have one, and they are just insufferable. So, yes, would I love to beat the Eagles even though they're eliminated? Of course. I mean, you're talking about vibes. Vibe to me is is crowd noise, is third and seven, you know, in Seattle. Need a big first down to convert, up by four. Crowd's going berserk. You know, Aaron Rodgers has to call a timeout because he can't hear – he can't do a K- – I mean – Aaron Rodgers actually said it. It's like offenses have it easy now. I mean, there's no crowds. I mean, before you couldn't even call the offense. You, you couldn't call your cadences on the road. Now it's like you can do the hard count. You get people to jump off sides. It's like you're going to see – I mean, he said, I think, week two, you're going to see an increase in points and, and offensive stats. And he was – I mean, he, he, said, he said that early. He's right. Um, I mean, I don't know. This the, Everyone, this pandemic's been a tough year. And, uh, and, and, I, and I guess it's uh, – it's kind of ludicrous to say that the biggest concern I have is not having crowds in the stadium. There's other concerns besides that. But, I mean, I'll tell you, like, football's done a good job during a pandemic. I mean, the comparison is, I mean, you, you watch baseball. I mean, you, re, you remember you're in a pandemic when you watch baseball. I mean, those cardboard cutouts, I feel like I'm watching a sci-fi movie, you know, like <laughs> Contagion or something. And I'm watching, look at these smiling cardboard cutouts. It's like, it's pretty horrifying. And football makes you forget you're in a pandemic. That's the difference. So, you know. Do I miss the vibe? Do I miss the crowd noise? Of course I do. I mean, but bottom line is it's still the NFL, and they're a juggernaut, man, and they're doing a great job, and I'm still loving it. It is definitely weird not hearing the crowds when you're you, – you hear the fake crowd noise, but not seeing the crowds when they pan to – if you're watching a baseball game, if you're watching a basketball game, if you're watching a football game. The, the NBA did a good job as well being in the bubble, but it definitely felt weird. It didn't feel like – that you were watching a, you know, being a Celtics fan, there's no better feeling and no better energy than when the Celtics make a run in a playoff game. It, it, it's it's incredible the the vibe, the uh, big 10-0 run. Other team has to call a timeout. 
crowd noise has definitely been a weird thing during this pandemic. But like sports has, I know with us, and I've always joked about like every day since the pandemic started. And, you know, I'm, I don't want to spend too much time on COVID-19 because that's not exactly what we're about. But every day you, you hope that the next day is going to change and, and, and be better. And we're lucky that with sports that it's a distraction and it's it's been a distraction and having basketball it's having the nba yeah. it's a diversion and then having baseball albeit it's weird it's 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 it it's kind of funky to watch but uh it's been a good diversion and i think the teams have done a good job i mean the sports have done a good job with in the nfl especially baseball and basketball especially and and having uh, you know, you you, you kind of like reigniting your fire with Washington football and them ch- changing their whole um, – the, you kind of root for them. They're a team that like in the past, like they were the Redskins, their owner's an idiot, and I'm sure you'll talk more about that. Ugh. But, you know, you look at like a, a guy like Alex Smith. You look at a guy like Ron Rivera. How do you not root for those two people? I- they're, 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 they're great guys. They work hard. You know, the story of, of both of them is just incredible, and that could be something that, you know, you have to be inspired by. And I'm sure it's reignited your fire. I mean, they flipped the narrative, didn't they? I mean, it's like the the, the evil team with the racist name, with the worst owner. I would say arguably in all of sports. I mean, you can talk about the Knicks, but, I mean, <laughs> they're up there. <laughs> they are up there, man, with Dan Snyder. And, uh, you know, this whole sexual harassment allegation with – um. With with all this uh, all this mess in court with with Dan Snyder and all of a sudden you get Ron Rivera which I don't think I mean you you got to have yourself reexamined if you don't like Ron Rivera I mean he's, a, he's such a good guy fighting cancer I mean I think he beat cancer technically but he's been fighting it all season and then you have Alex Smith who's honestly like I, I I count him out I don't know who if you if you if you're telling me right now that you thought this would happen with Alex Smith I would say no way in hell no I mean he was I I did not watch. Uh, was it called? Was the special called with his leg? The, I mean, I didn't watch. I don't that. know what the special was, but, but I, I did see a picture of his. I saw leg, a picture by it mistake. Was awful. Yeah, I it saw. I saw it by accident. I, I can't look at that stuff. I mean, it was. I think he had what seventeen different surgeries. You know, the doctors told uh, told his wife that we. I thought they told him that he might not live. A and B, um, that they'd ha- he he'd lo- use the or lose the uh, use of his leg, um, and then you saw him. You know, the videos of him running around with his kids. You're like, that's great. Oh my god, like. Then all of a sudden he's on the roster and you're like, he made it. I mean, this is like, he did it. Like, he's already won to me. I mean, that almost, him getting on the roster was like, he's come, he's lock for comeback player of the year. All of a sudden he's, he's, on, he's on like the, he's the backup. And all of a sudden he's in a game and I'm watching Aaron Donald ride him like a spider monkey. And I'm like, okay, I, I couldn't even, I kept putting my hand over my eyes. It's horrible to watch. He just got destroyed. I'm like, okay, Alex, you started, you did it. You came this far. It's absolutely <laughs> incredible. But God, I don't want to see him out there again. And I, and I admit it. And then when he came in in the Giants game, I'm like, oh, no, please. I just can't. I mean, you got to protect this guy. I'm like, he can't play quarterback in this league anymore. And he completely proved me wrong. I mean, completely proved me wrong. And so now you have this this team that was the most villainized team in the NFL that I know a lot of non-football uh, fans like your, or non-Redskins fans like yourself that are like, I want Washington to win. And it's like what? I root for Washington. Who the hell wants Washington to win? Well, now that's why. They're, they're the good guys now. They are, they are the good guys. And, and I've talked to you during our runs in the north northeastern part of uh, Connecticut and through the woods and trails. And I'm, I'm a big culture guy, and I feel that with Ron Rivera, he, he, he cares about his players. He holds them accountable. Oh, yeah. He's tough. And, 
he's a guy that, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens on Sunday. Win or lose, I think they're heading in the right direction. And, and with a guy like Alex Smith, again, like I said, you, you have to root for him. You have to root for him to do well. And whether he steps on the field again, what he did in five or six games with, with Washington is, is unbelievably impressive. But Boy, you know, on those runs, by the way, we've had a lot of unrecorded podcasts that would have been great. We have. We, this is where we got this idea, by the way. We're just we're just saying that could have been a podcast. We just could ran have. and we just talked about something. This could be a podcast, at least to us. Um, it's like the Seinfeld. If anyone watches Seinfeld, where like they're they're singing at the diner and they're like, "We're talking right now." That's a show. That's a show. <laughs> That's a show. It's like the same thing with us. It's unbelievable. It is but, a um, show. It is a show. It's our our runs are shows. Our trips yeah. to FedEx are shows. Our you know, it's 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 fun to talk about, but you know, looking at this NFL season, looking at Washington, we'll, Sunday will be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'll love to see what what happens on Sunday. I mean, I hate talking about this because I'm a vibe guy, and this is why we're called. We, I mean, we couldn't think of a name, so we call ourselves the vibe, vibe providers, and really, that's what we are. I mean, bottom line is, it's like you know, we don't want to talk about COVID, but we, you know, the whole the whole thing was trying to remain positive through COVID. I mean, I'm. I'm a selfish guy, and I and I'm I hang out with Wally because he makes me feel good about myself. <laughs> you know, I mean that's that's I, be, I I truly believe everyone's got to pick their friends based on you know how they make it. I mean, you don't want the ankle grabbers that, that drag you down and you know are always jealous of you or something like that. I mean, you want you want the friends that make you feel good about themselves. I mean, and or make you feel good about yourself, and that's uh, that's how really you should live your life. But I'm going to tell you something because if we're the vibe providers. Dan Snyder is the vibe destroyer. <laughs> I mean, you, the, the problem is, is that, you know, do you, I'm living in the moment right now. All I can, like I said, I just want meaningful December games. I got it. I mean, I got my wish this year. I'm fired up for the, the game on Sunday. So in the moment, I'm going to have a little delusional optimism about where this team's going. But lurking, lurking in the shadows, lurking. like kind of like, like it almost reminds me of like Saturday Night Live. Where Donald Trump was like just <laughs> lurking behind Hillary. Remember that? Dun <laughs> dun, dun dun, and then you see like you know Alec Baldwin run behind uh, Hillary. <laughs> it's that's Dan Snyder. He's well, right now. He's occupied, so we're, we're kind of lucky right now. But you know he's still there. Um, Tom Lavero from the Washington, I think it was Washington Post, Washington Times. He's a he's a columnist. He calls it the uh, the aura of self destruction. He has a Surgeon General's warning. Whenever you get excited about the Washington football team, remember Surgeon General's warning. He's still the owner. He's still there. But I want to talk. This is the last time I'm going to talk about this all night because, again, I want to make myself believe that things are going to be great and things are going to be okay and that I have a football team that has a future. Because if I start thinking that way about Dan Snyder, then I start to get, you know, it's just too, it's just too real, too much reality. And I think looking at Dan Snyder, looking at other owners in the NFL, Jerry Jones being one of them, same thing. They have too much control, and what happens is they – they they kind of ruin their football teams. They, they, there's 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 not that trickle down where they make the decisions that are sound for their football team, in terms of the general manager, in terms of what what the coach, and and what their roles are, and they make some decisions that just aren't good for you know winning winning football, winning organizations, w- winning yeah. organizations. Bob, so, well, the difference is I, I, this is why I believe the difference is when you have a sustain, when you have an organization you can win. Over the long haul, you're going to be the Pittsburgh Steelers. You can be the Baltimore Ravens, New England Patriots. Patriots, and I'm not saying that just for your benefit. Obviously, they've been the uh, gold standard in the NFL. Um, if you're the Washington football team, you got to hope for like uh, one year where things kind of fall your way. You know, once every five years. That's kind of what I'm. I like. That's what I go for because that's really what you got. If you don't have ownership, you don't have a stable organization. That's kind of where you're going. I mean, you know. Uh, listen, I I, I hope <laughs> one thing comes out of this. Uh, 
these allegations and this court the court stuff with Dan Snyder. And and it's the same thing that every I mean this is like the Lombardi Trophy. This is like a Super Bowl for us uh, Skins fans, and that will be Dan Snyder being forced to sell the team. That's it. This is what I mean. I will sell. I will walk the streets of DC like we won the Super Bowl if that <laughs> happens, and it'll that, be it'll be like a tailgate to me. That'll be a good day for Washington football, and then you know looking at, looking ahead and, and crystal balling it. You know, I think Washington's a dog. Washington's an underdog on on Sunday, right? Sunday night they uh, play one and a half point favorite right now. I mean, it's, listen, there, there's certain day, like that Steelers game where we beat the Steelers. Now, obviously, we're seeing now the Steelers might not be the juggernaut that they were appeared to be at 11 and 0. But that organization seems to always, when Washington comes to town, show the show the skins why they're a better organization. And for some reason, we beat them. So I was like, oh, okay, well. If Ron Rivera is allowed to do what he came to do, and that's build culture, then you know build a winning team and and with with culture players and all that good stuff. If he's allowed to do it again, Surgeon General's warning, then you know what this could be a nice future for Christian Harrison. So speaking of culture, and I I had texted you about Dwayne Haskins and that his decision to let him play on Sunday, and I talked about leadership and I talked about you know, being a positive influence in someone's life. I think a lot of people, you know, we have we have cancel culture where Dwayne Haskins makes the mistake of being at a party and, and whatever happened with him on Sunday without wearing a mask. And, yes, that's bad for the organization. It's bad for him. But he's a 22, 23-year-old kid. My, my, like my thought, yeah, to me, but yes. And, yes, and I think, you know, Ron Rivera, and I know he's a big family man. I know in Carolina he, he would have his family around a lot. And I think looking at that situation, I was hoping what would come out of that is that, hey, like this, this guy wants to lead. This guy wants to change somebody's life and, and give him an opportunity. But it obviously did not work out. It has to do – you're a professional athlete. You have to perform on the field. And Dwayne Haskins on Sunday did not perform. And he, and he, he doesn't have the work ethic. He doesn't have what it takes to, to be or to lead a team. But, you know – Rod Rivera did give him that shot, and I think he did want to change the narrative. And, and I'm a big narrative guy. Like Everyone like has, like, likes to harp on narratives, and we talk about vibes and focus on negative things. But I'm a guy like that wants to – let's try to build this guy up. Let's try to build uh, leaders. Let's try to build a player where let's see what he can do. And he was provided that opportunity. He didn't take it. Hence, it led to his release, and you're moving forward now with – Taylor Henneke on oh, Sunday, yeah. I, I believe. Taylor Henneke, is it Alex Smith? Who's our starter? Well, at this point, I, I think uh, I, Taylor Henneke actually today was taking first-team reps, so it could be. Uh, uh, but Rivera did say he, uh, if, if Alex, uh, even if Alex gets no reps, he's comfortable starting him. But, I mean, that it's the same leg that he hurt, so, so who knows. Yeah, I mean, Dwayne Haskins looked really bad on Sunday, didn't he? He looked lost. Terrible. Like a lost uh, babe terrible. in the woods. And he really is a – he kind of is a lost babe. That's how I describe him. I mean, I don't. I have no problem with Ron Rivera's decision. A lot of people were yelling about, you know, if you're a culture guy, cut him when he does something like that. I said, well, you know, what's what's better for culture? Is it better to uh, just cut a guy than punish all 52 players? I mean, at the time, if you look at the second half of the Seattle game, Dwayne Haskins looked good. I mean, he was he almost led a comeback against Seattle if it weren't for those last two sacks. Um, you know, Washington could have won that game. So you know, Rivera's thinking, geez, Alex can't start. You know who am I going to start? I mean, we, we got we we're on a playoff push right now, so I have no problem with this decision. Um, 
you know, I, I think being a culture guy, having a ch- giving your 52 guys who've worked so hard all season a chance to win, a chance to get to the playoffs, that's what you do. However, you know, if I was Dwayne Haskins, on the other hand, you know, if I, I mean, it's just, he really is just, he seems like a kid. He, I mean, you know, I mean, the guy identifies himself with a, with a cartoon. His, he calls himself Simba. You know, I mean, he just, I, I, if I were like, if you got benched, Wally, you know, that was like, you, like the coach said, you're not our guy. Wouldn't you want to do everything possible to prove everybody wrong? Yes, absolutely. Without a doubt. I mean, that's, you know, and I, I don't think I shouldn't say this, but some guys nowadays aren't built that way. And I don't want to come off as a get off my lawn guy and old curmudgeons to steal, to steal X's line. But you know, and with with Booger on 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 Monday night, with talking about it, and again, you want to you have to you're a professional athlete. You have to compete, and you know when we talk about professional athletes, we talk about professional organizations. You know, really quick, shifting our our, our focus. You know, talking about the New England Patriots. You had a guy with with Tom Brady who. When he was that young, he would be in the weight room at like six in the morning. He'd be he'd getting his reps in, and and looking to kind of do whatever he could. Now, yeah, I, he, I, he'd always he'd, he'd always play like he was he was going to lose his job. And and I make that point just because like maybe being or prepare you know, yeah. the fifteenth choice in the draft that year, sixteenth choice in the draft. With going back to Dan Snyder, uh, are you entitled? Is it like is is it your position? Is it just? Is it the mentality? Is it that compete mentality that you don't have? Um, I don't know. Like, there's a, a lot of this generation now is like, I mean, it's almost like they're looking for affirmation from people on social media. I, I don't know. Like, there's always there's always these insecure, like Kevin Durant. I mean, he, he's got to be the most talented, most insecure athlete I know. I mean, Haskins is kind of one of those guys. It, I mean, I'll go back to Tom Brady. Tom Brady, the, the I mean, how can you not be impressed by him over his body of work? But the one moment that Impressed me about him. They remember they did that. I don't know what it was. It was before, I think he won three Super Bowls at, the, at that time, and they did like some NFL special on him. I think he had the long hair. This is before he got they got upset by the Giants. I don't want to bring that up, Wally, because <laughs> yeah, I don't like. The, I was going for the Pats that Super Bowl. I swear to God, did not want the Giants to win that. But the true fan. They, they, right they, they, they asked the true him how. Fan. Yeah, but they asked him how he uh, how he felt about getting drafted in the sixth round. And the guy started crying. And I'm thinking about, like, what a wuss. Tom Brady has long hair. Look at him crying on TV. You know, classic. But then I thought about it. I'm like, that still drives that son of a bitch. That still drives that. I mean, every single day he probably gets up and thinks that. Now, that's, that's, that's why he's a champion. Dwayne Haskins, I mean, there were some signs. There were some early signs. You know, the league don't messed up, he said on draft night. Yeah, I don't think uh, anyone messed up that. Um, except for Dwayne Haskins, I mean, just all the Twitter stuff. Like over the summer, he was to tweet. He was a uh, uh, you know showing videos of him throwing the Antonio Brown and throwing passes with no defense, you know, and uh, and, and retweeting them. I mean, he always retweets when someone uh, tweets something positive. He retweets it, even though ninety nine percent of the stuff that's tweeted about him is negative. But he t- he retweets that that one thing. I mean, he had that the draft party right after he got drafted where he charged people. He has a, he has a brand, you know, his, him and his family have this this. Haskins Brown or what it is Simba something I mean it's just all this stuff that that kind of you know as I'm thinking about it like I liked Haskins I swear I thought at the end of last year he showed this competitiveness like he'd throw a pick but he'd come right back out he showed like he he I think he has something I actually think the kids could get another chance in this league I mean I don't think he's done I just think that now he's got to approach this opportunity with um 
got a little bit of a Tom Brady attitude, not an insecure, I better check you know, Twitter and see what people say about me attitude. He's really got to got to put that all behind him and really take this opportunity. Because honestly, he looked like a guy who didn't even want to play. He looked like a guy that wished he got benched uh, against the uh, against the Panthers that day. I mean, he just looked like he didn't want to be out there. It's just I hope the kid I, – I want – it's like just like Rivera. We want young kids to uh, – just like you do as a coach. Want them to do well. You want them to do well and, and, and again, trying to – getting off Haskins a little bit and, and looking at it from a New England – Patriots perspective looking at the not being in the playoffs and kind of being a little jealous of you for your game on Sunday you know looking at the Pats it's, it's been a really weird season you know we'll, we'll talk about Cam Newton a little bit and, and Cam <laughs> Cam whoa Cam that was and the old Deion Sanders on NFL Network him week in and week out on WEI and he I, you, you can't not love the guy in terms of He's a great teammate. He was. He's affable. He's great with dressing up. With dressing up, he's a, he's a great, great dresser. Hats. But he, he just seemed like a genuine dude. And the knock on him when he was in Carolina was he he wasn't like that. But it, it was on true because you hear stuff about Carolina, all the stuff he would do for charity, and what a great teammate he was. And it, but God, I wish he could throw the football because if he could throw the football, and I, I think this Patriots team would be completely different. And looking at the Pats going forward, looking at the Patriots with in terms of what they got to do to, I, I don't think they're done next year. I, I really don't because because culture's important, champion pedigree is important, Coach Belichick being there is important. Being you know Robert Kraft running the organization is important. Don't you and, doesn't don't you see doesn't this like illustrate though how important it is to have a franchise quarterback it in does. the NFL it, now, it, especially it, now where like it's all about you know can't hit anybody. You know, all passing game. It's it's unbelievably important to have, and it's weird. Cam, I, I remember in Carolina, he seemed to be able to. Uh, maybe it was just the uh, the um, the play action, the run, the, how everything kind of played off the run in Ron Rivera's offense. But it seemed like he could pass the ball. I yeah, mean, it's weird. It's different this year. And I don't think he was completely healthy throwing the football. I, I really don't. Mm, and I, I right. think you know, looking at him, the way his mechanics, the way he throws the football, it just was. It was weird, but. You know, you, you kind of root for the guy just because of like the type of teammate he was, the type of class act he is, and and wanting. He's the opposite of Haskins. He he's the he he wanted to like turn his uh, season around. He coming off the the injury in 2019, and you know, you rooted for, you were rooting for for Cam. Obviously, being a Patriot fan, you're rooting for the Pats. But I think too. You know, looking at it a little more specifically, looking at it more objectively, not having Edelman hurt. And and for God's sakes, like, you look at the Patriots' offense and you look at uh, the tight end position, you look at any Super Bowl champion from 2010 to now, you usually have someone that you can check down to, someone you can throw the ball to, someone that you can throw into the seam to. Not having Gronk, not having anybody that you can throw the ball to. Like, they had no... He had nobody to kind of option off to, which has been an issue. It was it was an issue last year with Brady, and and because I think their defense is good enough. Their defense is good enough, and it was definitely a weird year with the Patriots. But I I, I do think they'll be back. Do I know the solutions? Uh, not really. I, I I probably need to look at that a little bit further. But you know, looking at it, you, you're right, X. You you need a quarterback, and <laughs> we'll see what happens going forward. Yeah, I mean, the discussion before Brady left was always like, is it Brady or is it Belichick? 
I think you're starting to see us a little bit of both. I mean, Brady's has his struggles in Tampa. I mean, he's still doing. He's still doing. They're going to make the playoffs. They might face us, by the way, um, if we can if we can just pull together on Sunday night. But um, man, I mean, it's like it's a little of both, isn't it? I mean, Belichick still can coach up a defense, but he got no quarterback, so they're not winning. Tampa, I mean, you know, it's it's a whole different thing. But but Brady's a little different without in, in, out of the Patriots system. So a little more uncomfortable learning a new system at his age. You know, can't teach an old dog new tricks. Maybe that's just relevant to me and Wally. Um, <laughs> I think Brady's pretty good at learning new tricks anyways. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy how how, uh, how it's kind of a little bit both where, where you thought it was just, okay, let's see what happens. We're going to finally find out if it's Belichick or Brady. Do we have the answer to that yet? I, I think I what, know my, what's I mean, the my for the Pat's success. The number I, one I, reason. I lean, I lean towards Brady. That's a great question. I lean towards Brady because of just his – and I think every great organization, every great team, that their best player is their best leader and is their most dominant figure. You, know, you look at it historically um, with, with, with Brady, with LeBron, with Jordan, with all these guys. Like they, they, if they're your leader and they're the, the best player but also the hardest worker, they're professional – it makes things a little easier, and this could be something that you know you talk about with Belichick. And Belichick, as great of a coach as he is, there's a lot of, and I don't know the number off the top of my head, but there's a lot of seasons where, when Brady's not around, Belichick doesn't make the playoffs. I don't know if it's seven of eight seasons, of seven or nine seasons. I don't know the number on that, but when Matt you look Castle, at that, eleven to five, they didn't make it. Exactly. They didn't make it. And that was a weird, that was an enigma. That was a weird year, 11 and 5 with Matt Castle. And it's, it's a good point. But like, you know, having Tom Brady and in the NFL, having a quarterback with who is your best leader, your, your most professional athlete, your toughest competitor as a coach and as someone who has coached, um, uh, it, it makes your job much easier. It makes your job. Uh, easy to do when you can focus on other things. And that's what Tom Brady brought to uh, the organization. That's why I say, like, if you're going to hint to you know, who is more responsible, maybe maybe 60-40 Brady. I and, think, yeah, and, I think and, that should be a close percentage. Yeah. I mean, it's it funny has watching, to be close. Watching that game, uh, the, the Pats, it was a Monday night uh, against the Bills. They put Stedham in there. It's like, wow, Belichick's trying to evaluate quarterbacks. He's had to do that in a while. I mean, it's, it, was, it was a weird thing. I, Brady's a baller. I mean, you, you, it's him. It's Michael Jordan, by the way. How, how That Michael Jordan special got me through the first part of the pandemic. How about you? That was something to look forward to. For, that, that, was, was that was great. Then, yeah, you know, like Joe Montana. I mean, there's always that story about him in the Super Bowl against the Bengals in the final drive, and he's in the huddle, and everyone's all jacked up. And Joe Montana says, hey, look, there's John Candy in the stands. And I was like, what Joe, what's Joe talking about? And then he leads a drive for a touchdown. That's just like the, you, you have – when you're Brady, when you're Jordan, when you're Joe Montana, you have that. You have that. You know, it's just that. I mean, who – here's a good question. Who? What athlete would you say right now has that? I would say Mahomes, but like uh, – if yeah. you watch Mahomes on Sunday, like he, he looked human. And 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 I think well, so you know Brady and I mean you you see Montana lose forty nine to three against the Giants in the divisional playoff and get his head knocked off. You saw Brady get you know destroyed by a pass rush. Sometimes it's just I mean you can't be Superman all the time. But I would say I agree with you. I mean, geez, Mahomes, he, he's like a superhuman we haven't seen before. Like he does things and these no look passes. So it's like one of my, my 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 good friends is a Chiefs fan. He's just like I can't believe what I'm watching right now. 
Like, I, I've been waiting for this my whole life. You know, he's seen the Alex Smiths, you know, and blow the, the blow the playoffs. He's seen the uh, uh, Marty Schottenheimer games, you know, with the Chiefs. And, he, he you know, he, he, every time I tell him, like, geez, you know, it must be nice to be you, Joe. And he says, uh, yeah, Christian, I've, I've been I've been through what you've been through. Like, you know, shut up. I'm like, okay, fine. You know, I'm just a, I'm just a bitter Washington fan. But Mahomes, I mean, he'll say it. It's like it's unbelievable what he's watching right now with Mahomes. And that's another, again, back to the point of, you know, as great of you coaches you have, if you look historically, you you have an alpha leader, championship style player that that wins you a championship. Whether it's Brady, whether it's Mahomes, and and Andy Reid's a great coach too. Like, but again, like you have Patrick Mahomes, and you're gonna you're gonna win, and you have Tom Brady, you're gonna win. You have Michael Jordan, you're gonna win. You have LeBron, you're gonna win. And and that's not knocking any coaches who are. Fantastic coaches. They're fantastic with the X and o, X's and O's. Right. You have great leaders. And that's going back to Ron Rivera. You know, he's trying to change the culture, which, which, is, a, which is a fantastic thing. And I think that's what you want to do from an organizational standpoint. But looking at it, you know, you, you got to have that alpha dog. You have to have a leader who is willing to sacrifice whatever it takes to win um, – to right. be a championship team, I don't. I don't think I've ever been happier for seeing a coach win a Super Bowl than I was for Andy Reid. I mean, I don't know why. Maybe he reminds me of my dad. You know, fat guy with a mustache. <laughs> you know, he's like the eighty, the classic eighties dad. That's what he, that's what he looks like. He's your he's classic. Grill, he's grilling coach. outside with a Hawaiian shirt on. You know, and I mean, and and what even made me happier was the opening day when he wore that big shield over his face and just every just fogged up. He was just trying to call plays and the whole shield, the face shield fogged up. I mean, that was great, but. Anyway, I mean, I mean, yeah, I, I agree with everything you said, and uh, you know, one thing I'm gonna I'm gonna go to a completely different subject go right now. Go for it. I mean, Wally and I, you know, WNX, we love tailgating, and the, the great thing about ta- I mean, we go down, we talked about going down to FedEx Field, we've gone on the Gillette, but it's just like the 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 pre the the vibe that you feel in the parking lot when you're grilling, having a couple drinks, getting close to game time. I mean, and and with me, it's 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 my opportunity to be unbelievably delusional about who my team is and think that we have a chance to do anything. And that's, that's, it's great. I mean, it's therapeutic for me personally, but we've, we've had so many great times, you know, the, the vibe, I mean, let's, let's talk, I mean, we're, we say vibe a lot. Vibe is a, I got vibe from, uh, I'm getting uh, energy right now. Yeah. Vibe, I want to be, be down there having oh a few drinks, God. getting excited in the parking lot and whatever, whatever game I want to, I want to get to a game. I want to smell the a game. I want to smell the tailgate. Yeah, I want to. I want to feel the energy of being at FedEx, being at, in in Foxborough, being anywhere. But like again, a lot of it has our our relationship. A lot of it has been at FedEx, uh, having been. an amazing time. And it's not and the same as it used to game. be. I mean, we. Uh, I'm not gonna. Let's call a spade a spade. FedEx is a uh, is an avenue, is a place, is a spot for away fans to come and just infiltrate. That's what it's been. I mean, remember we watched, we went to that Bears game. And he goes, welcome to Soldier Field FedEx. 2013, yeah. Yeah, but Chicago that's what it Bears. Is. So I know Redskins. it's not RFK. It's not, you know, the stadium shaking saying we want Dallas that I fantasize about. But, that, you know, I'll have a couple drinks at tailgate and delude myself that it's still like that. But, I'm, you know, every day I'm hoping that it comes back and that might, might require bye-bye to Snyder for that to happen. But, you know, the – the fans, you know, for us, we've gotten we've gotten angry, um, but then there's been a more dangerous emotion that's happened over the last few years, and that's called it's, it's uh, what not caring apathy. It's like, you know, just there's been so many. This has been eroding fan base, and it's not the same as it used to be. Um, but listen, 
I mean, I, I'm I'm going to delude myself on this podcast to think that it's going to change, and we're going to go back down there next year. Whenever as soon as this thing ends, we're back down at FedEx. While I I'll swear, be back I down there, and and delusional X is definitely a thing, and I've I've witnessed delusional X oh. when you've had teams that are three and six, four and six. Like, well, if we I'll win, admit it. Yeah. if we win, playoff this scenarios, week, playoff scenarios. Oh, I'll start doing that. I'll get a chalkboard out, and I'll start doing the algorithms of how <laughs> the, the the skins could possibly make the playoffs, and I I'll get into it. But it's, listen, it's all I got. Maybe one day, Wally, you'll be doing the same exact thing. This year could be the start. Of an erosion. It won't I don't be the think start. So. I, I it, think it won't be the I, start. I would have confidence in your organization, all joking aside. But, I mean, I don't know. Where did vibes come from originally? I th- my memory, it was like, remember, everyone watched Swingers, where it's <laughs> like when everyone's, uh, you know, Vince Vaughn, John Favreau's, hey, I think you're getting, that girl's giving you a vibe. She's she giving you a vibe? <laughs> she giving me a vibe? I, we used to do that. We go out to the bars. Why were you with me? We used to do that. I, I, I do. I bet. Well, I, I, I don't know. Can I can admit that right now. Is she give me vibe? I can admit that. If but I were, the yes, answer was, I was with you. The answer was always no. <laughs> but that—that's what I mean. It was usually no. Yeah, that's what—that's no. what it's all about. But uh, yeah, I mean, we have—we've uh, had some good memories at FedEx Field. I have this one friend who we're probably going to bring on the podcast eventually. Um, his name is—his name is Jeremy. But he's the—he's the Cowboys fan. He's my rival. And I think everyone should – I really believe that everyone should have a friend who is just a rival sports fan because the, the hatred and the love that I feel for this man is, uh, is unprecedented. I mean, he's, he's ever this guy, if, if, when he comes on, you'll realize he's everything you can possibly hate about a Cowboys fan. We all know the guys. The, 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 speaking about delusion, I mean, every year in, in, uh, in August, he's winning the Super Bowl. Every year, August, Sports Illustrated. Because everyone predicts Dallas to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, they're always Dallas. the favorite. So he lo- he eats that stuff up. Um, I'm, I'm going to say that real quick. I'm going to say this. Dallas, fan, Dallas Cowboy fans, I hope I'm offending you right now. New York Yankee fans, you guys are all the same. When cockroaches. You, when, you're lo- when you're losing, we don't see you. When <laughs> I, was, I was at a story the other day. And the guy had a Cowboy shirt on. Like When you're winning, you win a game, you have a chance for the playoffs – they all come out. They're cockroaches. Cowboys fans, Cowboys sweatshirts, Yankee hats all the time. You're losing, we don't see you. You're winning, we see you all the time. But you know what? That's the beauty of rivalries. And I, and we don't know. Do they even exist in sports anymore like they used to? Like, where where are we right now? Are we do we, like Jeremy and you are a great rivalry, but does that exist? I don't know. That's a question for another day, probably. Well, listen, I, I think it's a very good question. Uh, I mean, if you talk about top sports rivalries, Back in the 70s and 80s, I mean, there's not a question. It was the Redskins-Cowboys. I mean, though, though every single game was big stakes. There's hatred. There's stories. I could, I mean, I could sit here for – we could do another hour of this. Um, I think now it's just a fan rivalry. I don't think the teams care anymore. I mean, honestly, I like to think they do. I like to delude myself like I always do, that they, that they do care. But I think it's just a rivalry that's really a fan. I mean, Jeremy and I covet the rivalry. I mean, we have we we <laughs> when you he he came over, we we sat and watched like uh, reruns of 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 nineteen eighties uh, Redskins Cowboys stuff. We love that. We love all of that. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a, it's a little different now. But you know, it's it's fun for the fans. Um, and and I t- and I tell you, I, I mean, you you've seen it. You come down once for the for the uh, I Washington have Cowboys Cowboys Redskins. It gets Cowboys, he, it, it, it gets serious. Cowboys Washington football team. It gets it it's, gets it's, it's a different different feel. In the stadium when when you're when those two teams are playing, uh, yep. it was fun to win. It was it was fun to watch. Um, there's a there's a lot to unwrap in terms of what we want to do, in terms of vibe, rivalries, sports, and and all that good stuff. But um, I think that's all the time we have. X, we're out of time. We're 
We're running out of time. <laughs> yes. That's all the time we have. So I, That was I, a little Harry Carey, by the way. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. I, I hope you enjoyed X&W. Um, we'll see you next time. Thank you.